Hey everyone, and welcome to the Masters Athlete Podcast. I am your host, Rob Arnold, and I've spent the last 20 years in the exercise physiology field as a strength coach, personal trainer, wellness manager, health coach, and writer. Each week, I will bring you the latest research on injury prevention, strength and conditioning, nutrition, event preparation, and overall exercise physiology to the over 40 crowd of weekend warriors, seasoned triathletes, stay-at-home parents, and CrossFit athletes. Now, let's get on with this week's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Masters Athlete Podcast. I am your host, Rob Arnold, and I'm thrilled to be back in the saddle for another episode after being away for a uh, week on travel for work. Um, Real quick, before we get started, I wanted to introduce you to my sponsor for this episode, and that is Simply Faster. Simply Faster is the leader in sports technology for athletes. They have the world's best solutions for speed, power, endurance, rehabilitation, and recovery. Perfect for the master's athlete, Simply Faster distributes the K-Box flywheel system, free lap timing, gym aware, and electrical muscle stimulators to get you ahead of the competition. To get yourself started today, visit simplyfaster.com. So now that that's out of the way... Wanted to get on with this week's episode of focusing on stress. And it is something that we don't always like to discuss. We don't always like to talk about. We like, especially guys. But uh, as masters athletes, we deal with a lot of stress. We deal with things that are happening in our lives that cause us to not train as well. And if we don't deal with the stressors that are affecting our life on a day-to-day basis, we are not going to train as well, we're not going to compete as well, and we're not going to um, be as good of an athlete as we want to be as we get older. So as Masters athletes, we have a plethora of stressors that affect our lives. Um, Work, obviously is a big one. We either don't like our work, it takes us away from our family, we don't get paid enough. That's that's easily the biggest one and one that most of us struggle with a lot. A lot of us don't have don't get to work our dream jobs. So it, we sometimes have to settle for whatever it is our work um, gives us. Sleep, not enough sleep. And that is a major cause of stress in our life, where if you don't get sleep, it's going to affect you in a lot of different ways. Uh, relationships. We, we have stressors re- regarding our relationships, whether it's with our spouse, um, our, our kids, the rest of our, our extended family, like our parents or brothers and sisters, siblings, cousins, aunts, uncles, whatever, and friends. Uh, we have lots of stressors with our friends, either from lack of inclusion or not having enough of a social life and because I, I essentially human beings are pack animals we're not necessarily tribal but we are pack animals and so we need to be part of something we need to be a part of a clan of a part of a pack and if we don't have much of a social life it takes that part of part away from us so we regarding relationships, whether it's our spouse or lack of friends or some of the other friends that we might have that are toxic, uh, kids, family, those are all different sources of stress with regards to our relationships. 
health or poor health is definitely a stressor. Uh, it's it, Sometimes our health keeps us from doing the things we want to do physically, especially as we get older. Uh, as a master athlete, we are, I, I battled this year with the Masters Track and Field Championships that I wanted to participate in, and I knew that going into the event that I was not at my best shape. I had some issues with my with both heels and ankles, and, and I knew going into the event it was not going to be a good one, and so I stressed out about it. So my, my health going into that event was not where it should have been, and it caused some uh, emotional emotional issues for me. So it was a little upsetting. But you get past that, and I'll, I'll talk about some ways to get past that here in a little bit. Work-life balance. We all have that work-life balance issue where we're trying to find the, the right amount of time to split between our work and our home life. And sometimes it's hard to do. I, I've had a position before where in the past, I got a text message from my direct supervisor uh, on Sunday, walking out of Trader Joe's at the grocery store, and she said, hey, I need, I need this spreadsheet for tomorrow. And it was a medical director at a previous job, and if, who am I to say no? So there I was on a Sunday afternoon working on a spreadsheet for the medical director that I worked for, and that was, that was a bit of an issue, and that was kind of one of the one of the straws that broke the camel's back, so to speak, that at my previous job that kept me from doing what I needed to do in my home life, that is. Um, finances. Obviously, this is a huge one. Finances. We don't have enough money to go around, and we don't have enough money to to live the lifestyle that we want, and we don't have enough money to pay our bills, to pay our medical bills, to pay off our student loans, to pay off our credit cards to pay off the car. We, finances is quite an issue. And if you've ever gone without finances, you'll know just how big of an issue it, it is. If you've never gone without finances, kudos, you're one of the lucky ones. But if you, a lot of you have gone without finances and you can get an idea of just how stressful that can be on a day-to-day basis. Sexuality, it's, it's become ever more present in our society, in the American society especially, that sexuality is is a source of stress. And we've become a little bit more aware of that over the last uh, 10 to 15 to 20 years. And we're starting to become, as a society, we're starting to become a little bit more understanding of those that may have a sexual orientation that is not the same as ours. Unfortunately, not everyone is that way, and unfortunately, not everyone evolves at the same time, and it's still at a source of stress for those that struggle with uh, their sexual identity. So that's definitely a stressor. And politics, obviously, huge, in these, this day and age, huge stressor. There, it seems our, that uh, our, um, our society and our culture is dividing when it comes to our political landscape. And this has become a little bit of a stressor. And I've seen it firsthand where family and friends have issues with with what might be going on with you or another family member or another friend. And it causes a little bit of a, of a rift between the relationship. So this is this has definitely become an issue the more and more lately. And there definitely needs to be some kind of um, resolve to it and not talking about it is not going to be the issue. I know that we've all grew up with the with the 
you know, saying of that, you know, you don't talk about politics or religion with your friends. Well, that, that might be where we got, why we got into this place in the first place. So not talking about it is, is definitely not a resolve for this. And another stressor is family health. If you have a loved one that is suffering from illness, you can definitely see how that's quite a stressor for, for what you might be doing in your life. And it can definitely cause problems with work. It can cause problems with your own personal relationships. So it's definitely an issue. And then you've got life changes. There are all kinds of life changes that we could point to. Um, death, divorce, retirement, uh, pregnancy, going to jail. Those are all life changes that are definitely stressors. Uh, that can cause major stress in your life and cause cause some uh, mental and physical issues. So, that, and that's just a couple of, of the life changes. There, there's all kinds of them that are out there, but that's just a couple of the of the, of the life changes that that can happen in our lives. So, what do we do? What are the symptoms of stress? And so, there's there's a lot of symptoms that can be associated, whether it's, you know, a headache or. Uh, you're you're sleepy, or you kind of get sick all the time because your immunity has has decreased. Um, you have trouble falling asleep. You can't turn off your brain. And uh, I have someone close to me that uh, has an issue with turning off their brain, and I tease them about it all the time. But it's definitely it's definitely a a, a sign of stress, a common symptom of stress is is having difficulty falling asleep turning off your brain, staying awake. Um, those are, those are definitely some, some symptoms of that mood swings, um, food cravings. These are definitely some, some issues with stress where we, we might binge on, on a certain type of food, irritability, digestion, uh, or irritability with our digestion. So those are definitely some stress, some common symptoms associated with stress. And if you're suffering from one or all or none, you know, if just because you might not be suffering from any of the things that I just said, that doesn't mean you're not stressed because obviously you know yourself better than that. So it, but those are just some very common symptoms if you are having them to kind of take an inventory on what might be happening with your life. Now, the symptoms that I just spoke about uh, are more acute symptoms, symptoms that may be telling you about some stress that's happening right now that may be affecting you right now. But there are definitely some long-term chronic physiological changes that happen with our body if stress affects us for too long of a period of time. These things can be increased heart rate, a faster breathing, uh, heart disease, stroke, cancer, depression, uh, chronic anxiety, these issues are all affected by chronic stress. And if, if stress occurs for too long of a period of time, it can definitely affect these issues and cause some of these problems to happen. Um, increased risk of diabetes, constant constipation, irregular periods. These are some chronic issues that are also associated with stress that if not taken care of, they can affect you on, on a long-term scale. So what do we want to do about stress? Well, the first thing, obviously, is to identify that we have stress. And we all do. 
but we want to do regular daily things in our lives that will help limit our stress. And the first, the biggest, easiest thing that we can do is sleep. Now, I know I mentioned that a little bit ago, that lack of sleep causes stress. But if we place a good sleep schedule on the front burner of this whole situation, we're going to find that our lives are so much better for it, our health is so much better for it, and that we're going to thank ourselves in the long run. So sleep, establish a good sleep pattern, whether that means going to bed at the same time every night, whether that means getting up at the same time every morning, getting some blackout shades. And I know I've spoken on this in previous podcasts, but I can't emphasize it enough. So again, quality sleep. Try to get six to seven to eight hours of, of sleep every sleep every night. Get some blackout curtains. Make sure the room temperature is good. Make sure all the lights in your in your room are off. Make sure no electronics an hour before bed. That means your TV as well. And get to some good sleep habits. The other basic thing that you can do is exercise. And this should be a gimme. So right here, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. So sleeping right, exercising regularly, eating right, eating good healthy foods. And that means, you know, good amount of protein, good amount of healthy fats, cutting down your sugar, cutting your alcohol, and maybe even possibly practicing some some intermittent fasting, you know, a, a possibly an 18-6 window or even, you know, a 24-hour fast every now and then. Maybe once or twice a month, try a 24-hour fast just to see how it goes. But sleep, exercise, eat right. And the last one for basic things that you can do is get your body outside. We are, we are human. We humans are supposed to be out in nature. We're supposed to be out in the wild, not cooped up in our basement with our incandescent light bulbs shining down on us, staring at a, staring at a, a phone screen. Get outside, collect some vitamin D, possibly sweat, get, get out there, enjoy nature, put your phone away and get outside. So sleep, exercise, eat right, and getting outside. These are the most basic things that you can do to help recover from stress. So next step, stress management 101. So the real nitty gritty is this is where some there's some common techniques that you may not have thought of regarding stress. And the first one above all is understanding that life is not meant to always be happy. You are not put on this earth to be happy all the time. And the sooner that you realize that, and the sooner that you expect that there are going to be problems in your life, the more happy you're going to be in the long run. Okay? It's funny how that turns out. When you expect to not always be happy, you're going to wind up being more happy and less stressful. So just know that life is not meant to be happy all the time. There, you're going to get upset. You're going to get grumpy, and that's okay. I was in a previous uh, marriage where I expected things to go well all the time. And when things started getting rocky, 
that's when I started questioning, hey, why why are these things happening? This we you know the, we had a great relationship for the first you know seven ten years, so this should be none of this should be happening. That's wrong, that's false, and you should expect these things to happen. And just because you're not always happy, just because your relationship isn't always happy and smiling, doesn't mean it's bad. So don't worry about it. Let 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 unhappiness creep in every now and then, and don't worry so much about it. So along those lines is of, of not always trying to find happiness, but what you want to do is find, find meaningful actions. So in, the, in your daily life, in the things that you do on a daily basis, find meaning behind them. What is the reason for them? What is the meaning behind them? And once you do that, you're going to find that your, your life is filled with much less stress and much more purpose. And when we have a purpose, that's when good things happen. That's when the flow begins. That's when, when our lives really take a turn for the better. So don't worry so much about being happy all the time. Find meaningful relationships, find meaningful work, find meaningful actions, and your life will be much more meaningful and happier in the process. The next key strategy is unplug. And I've spoken about the book from, um, from Dr. Andy Galpin and Brian McKenzie, where they, they uh, collaborated on a book for that. And it's a great book, and it, it, it's true. Every, it, and it's a lot of common sense, really. But we should unplug. Go dark. It's okay to not check your phone every five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes unplug from everything, go dark. And that means social media. That means internet. That means text messages. That means staying away from the news. That means staying away from newspaper. If you're one of those people that still read a newspaper, stay away from that stuff. Do it for 24 hours, go dark for 24 hours, and then maybe go dark for 36, then 48, then 72. And see what happens. See what happens with your life, with your joy, with, with, your, with your mental state when you go dark from everything and you don't have to know what's happening in the world. It's, it, it, you'll, you'll find some amazing things happen when, when that happens. The next thing is practice gratitude. A lot of times we take too much for granted. And we don't express any kind of gratitude. We don't express any kind of thanks for what, we're, what we've been given or what we're doing or what folks have done for us. So we, when we take things for granted and those things don't happen, then it's going to cause some problems. So if we practice gratitude, practice gratefulness, practice thankfulness, we're going to find that the things that if people do for us when they don't necessarily do them, it's okay because we were grateful for when they did do them. So practice gratitude. And along those same lines, expect nothing. Expect nothing in return. So when you do something for someone, expect nothing in return. And don't expect them to, to give you the things that you need all the time. Don't expect folks to make you happy. Don't expect folks to drive the way you want them to drive. Don't expect folks to get out of your way at the grocery store. Because you know what? They're not. They don't care about you. They don't care if you're in a hurry on, on the interstate. They don't care. Expect nothing out of other people's behavior, and you're going to find that it's so much easier to get through your day. Journal. 
Journaling is a huge thing that you can do that will help get your thoughts out there. Um, you're going to find that it's kind of, at first, it's kind of silly. I've done it. I, I've, done, I've done the journaling, and I did it for about six months when I went through a, a, a troubled time in my life. And I found that it was extremely therapeutic, and it was much better than going to a psychiatrist or psychologist and having them just ask me a bunch of questions and listen to my thoughts without guiding me. I was able to do that on my own through a journal, and then a lot of people are. So get there, get yourself a journal, get the old pad, the, the pad and paper, I'm sorry, pen and paper, geez, pen and paper, get it out and start writing down your thoughts, start writing down your worries, your concerns, your, you know, things that you're unhappy about and, and try and find solutions to those things in the process. And I think that you're going to find a way to, to get that done and be happier in the process for doing that. Find a way to stay, say no. A lot of times in our life, we don't say no enough. We say, yes, I'll go do that, especially at work or in our relationships. We say yes far too often. It's okay to say no. You don't have to be an asshole about it, but say no. Go ahead and say no. Let them know why, and that's it. It's okay to say no. You're not going to get fired if you say no today. You're not going to get divorced if you say no today. It's okay to say no. And the more you, the, the more you understand that it's okay and that you definitely have reasons for what, for why you're saying no, it's, there's no problem. So say no. And along those lines, and stop arguing. We argue a lot with each other because we want our points to be heard all the time. We have, we, we and especially, and this is where social media, I think, really has done a, has done a number on our society where we get our, our Twitter fingers going, we get on Facebook, and we start yelling at people that don't agree with our thoughts. You know what? It's okay. They don't have to agree with you. They don't have to see the, th- the world through your eyes. It's okay that for, them to, for you to think that they're idiots. It's okay. And you know what? You're not going to change it. You're not, in, in today's world, the big thing is to argue about politics on Facebook. You think that's going to, or on, or on Twitter, you think, you think that's going to change anybody's mind? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. And, and same with a lot of other social issues. So stop arguing it, let them be them. And the more, the more you, you just be you and let them be them and mind your own damn business, you're going to be fine and they're going to be fine. Okay. So some stress management activities that I wanted to talk about real quick. Meditation. Meditation is basically finding a way to clear your mind. And there are hundreds, if not thousands of apps out there that can help lead you through some meditation practices. I have one on my phone. It helps a little bit. Um, but what, what helps me really is after a workout in my, uh, in my basement, in my home gym, after a good workout, I like to lay down on the floor, put my hand on my belly, one hand on my belly, one hand on my chest, and breathe. And I like to just sit there and breathe, focusing on the hand on my belly moving, the hand on my chest not moving, and getting some good, deep belly breaths for about 30 seconds to a minute, and then 30 seconds to a minute again, and then 30 seconds to a minute again, and resetting every 30 seconds to a minute, and just kind of refocusing on what I'm doing. Eventually, I'll be able to do it for five, six, 10 minutes at a time. But right now, 
I'm just doing it for 30 seconds to a minute, reset, 30 seconds to a minute, and reset. Okay? So good meditation, deep breathing exercises, and finding a way to just clear your brain. Let things slow down and clear your brain. Another way of doing that is prayer. There's a lot of religious uh, aspects to prayer, but it's definitely a stress relief. Knowing that something else is out there, someone else is out there, and we're not in charge. It's okay. We're not in charge. Praying and letting somebody else take control. And that's okay. That's okay. If that's, if that's what it takes for you to de-stress, by all means, say a few prayers, say a few Our Fathers, allowing somebody else to take over and allow that to help yourself in the, throughout your day and throughout your life. And last but not least, and I spoke on this earlier, stop everything that you're doing, unplug, kind of combine everything together. Stop what you're doing, unplug, turn everything off, get outside, and just be present. And what I've found a lot of times that helps me is going out to, we have some parks around here, going out to one of the parks and just sitting. There's a Cherokee Park here in Louisville, Kentucky. If you ever get a chance to come to Louisville, Kentucky, I highly recommend Cherokee Park. Well, at Cherokee, there's a hill there where a lot of uh, dogs play. And um, a lot of owners take their dogs. And what I like to do is I'll just sit there at the hill. It's called Dog Hill. I'll just sit there at the hill and completely keep my phone in my car and just watch. Watch the dogs enjoy themselves. And it's unbelievably therapeutic Everything kind of slows down. It, it allows me to just kind of focus on some happy dogs playing, and it's good stuff. So stop everything that you're doing. Get outside into nature, and not just on your front steps, you know, where you can still see the stress from kids playing in the neighborhood or whatever, but get outside in nature. Go to a park. Go to a forest. Go out to a field and be present and just sit there. Lay there, stand there, and be present in that situation and allow things to just move out of your brain, okay? So with that, that is everything that I've got for Stress Management 101 today. So I wanted to thank you for listening and definitely make sure that you go to the Masters Athlete Podcast Facebook page. And follow me on Instagram at rbarnold2626. If you have any questions, shoot me an email at mastersathletepodcast at gmail.com. And hopefully we can continue this, this momentum of great podcasts and great topics for targeted for the Masters Athletes. So thank you.